Hey, this is Dick Harmon. Thanks for listening to all of our Rivalry Week coverage this week. In this special edition of Cougar Insiders, I've got the chance to reminisce with Ty Detmer about one of the most incredible games in rivalry history. So here it is, my conversation with Ty Detmer and his ranch in Texas about the 1989 blowout win over the Utes. That game, you guys came out and scored on eight consecutive possessions. You scored 70-something points. What was it like being out there? I don't know. It was They beat us the year before, so we were ready for them. And Scott Mitchell got hurt, I think, during the week of practice. They were, they were scrimmaging, and, and somebody rolled up into him. And so I've always told him he owed me like 300 more yards because had he been playing, they probably would have scored more, and I would have got to keep playing more. Um, but, yeah, it was it was just kind of one of those things where we were ready and we were dialed in and ticked from the year before. And uh, it was just, I mean, like just right down the field every drive. And, and I think we scored seven out of seven attempts in the first half and then only played one more series in the third quarter and scored on it. And then they, they scored a few points. And Lavelle, I remember him saying, hey, if they score a couple more, just be ready, you know. Um, to go back in. To go back in. But <laughs> that game, too, it was like start of the fourth quarter and I had to go to the bathroom bad. So I asked, like, Coach, can I, can I run up and go to the bathroom? He's like, yeah, go ahead, just be quick. And I run up there and the door's locked to the dressing room. They weren't going to just leave the dressing room. So I run in and my full pad's into the, the normal bathroom. And, all, and fans are around me, you know, and like, hey, good job. You know, it's like, how do that never happens, you know, where you just go in with the general public. But I still remember that. It was it was like we were, you know, we were killing them so much. And then the game was taking a longer time because the scoring. And the, I was like, I got to go. I can't. I can't wait, you know. It's the start of the fourth. No way I'll make it. Now, there was a play near the goal line that you guys had a draw. And what, what happened on that so play? So we ran draw trap. And we were on the five-yard line going in, and, and I remember dropping back, and I eyeballed the linebacker and to get him to drop. And I just see him dropping back. He's He lined up on the goal line, and he dropped five yards deep into the end zone. And I handed off, and he had no idea. And the running back, I don't even think we blocked him. And the running back made it to the end zone before he could even react. You know, But it was like, you're on the goal line. He shouldn't drop back at all. You know, And that, I mean, they just... I don't know what happened, whether they just, you know, when Scott got hurt, thought we got no chance or what, but their defense, they weren't, they didn't have a good game. So Let's go down some of the personnel that you were working with, like your offensive line, right. uh, who your running backs were. Fred Winningham, for instance, was, I believe, the running back in that game. He scored 10 points or something like that. And Jason Chaffetz, who became a uh, U.S. congressman, was your kicker. I mean, go down and tell us some of the people that were on that We were that game. We were pretty junior, senior heavy that year. Um, so we had a we had a group back that had, we'd played a lot together as sophomores. Well, that was my sophomore year. That had played, you know, quite a bit. So Matt Bellini was a junior. Freddie Whittingham, I think, was a senior. He was a fullback. I think our tackles were Brian White and, uh, and Mike Kime, I believe. And then uh, Bob Stevens was a center. Um, you know, we, we just had guys that were had played and had experience and, and a good group. Chris Smith had kind of taken over at tight end that year. Um, had Travis Macbeth was playing too. I think Darren Hanley um, 
was 88, but he, he might have been there with, with him as well. And then receivers, you know, we had Jeff Franson was playing some then, and, and uh, trying to, I think Andy Boyce was coming on that year. And so we just, we just had a group that had played together for a, a year. Uh, it was my first year starting, but it was the last, I think, near, near the last game of the season. So we'd played that full season together. That makes a difference, doesn't it? It does. It, you know, you had, you know, Mike Salito and Mike O'Brien and just, you know, guys that had played a lot of football. Um, and so we were ready to go, and I think everybody remembered that last year's game and pretty dialed in. Now, a lot of people may not remember, if they're not old-time fans, that Fred Whittingham, uh, who is now coaching with his brother Kyle, was a very serviceable fullback, I believe, on in your offense. Could you talk a little bit about Freddie Whittingham and what he was like? People may not who are not old time fans realize what he was. Yeah, what he Freddie, Freddie was a character. I mean, he he was a guy always making a wise crack and still does today. You know, we still keep in touch. Um, you know, at least once a month or so, he'll check in or I'll send him a message after a win or something. But he was a character. You know, he's not very tall, but he was. Stout fullback. He's smart. He understood the game. He caught the ball well out of the backfield. So he was perfect type of fullback for BYU. And and uh, you know he he uh, brought a lot to the huddle and to the team just in his attitude and charisma and, and and his work ethic. He worked at it. You know I think all the Whittinghams they had that instilled in them. And, and him being a shorter player, he had to work at it. You know to to get there. And and he did. And I think he might have been the guy that ran the draw trap for the touchdown. You know he. He just was a, a, a sharp player. He understood it, and so. But he was a lot of fun. He, you know, we'd laugh and joke and, and have a good time all the time. What was your favorite play from that game? You know, I don't, I don't really remember specific plays from that game. I know my senior year, we threw a long touchdown pass. I think 96 yards to Eric Drage on on that one, but. That that year, I don't remember a lot from that game. I mean, it was just things were just happening, you know, and there wasn't a play that really that I can remember stood out in it. Just everything kind of worked, so nothing everything stood was, out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, when you're having a bad game and things are, and then you pop and hit a big play. It's like I remember that one, and this one it was just like everything was happening like it's supposed to, so it's not really that memorable. Did you start feeling sorry for him? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they poured it on us the year before. I think they put fifty-five on us. Fifty something, yeah. And uh, or yeah, I don't, I don't remember the exact score, but we we didn't feel sorry at all. I don't think. <laughs> How many members of that team do you you said Freddie Winningham? You keep track of him. Travis Macbeth, his boy went to Highland High School where my daughter goes, so he's been to a few games. He actually called me a couple of days ago. They're going quail hunting, and I said, "Well, I'm out of town right now, so." I've seen him lately, and Bellini and I played golf in Arizona a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Mike Kaim, I, I talk to him all the time on hunting stuff. And, um, Bob Stevens, I would see him coaching at Sky Ridge, and and uh, see Bob at you know different things. And like I said, Freddie and I still keep in touch quite a bit. Uh, Mike Salito, you know, with Facebook, you you hear some of these guys, you keep up with them a little bit on Facebook, and. Michael Bryan will make a smart comment on some picture or something, and though you still, you know, keep in touch with some of them that way. And, but it's like old times when you see them, you know. Dave Henderson and I talk quite a bit. Eric Mortensen, Scott Charlton, you know. So. 
Jericho. Now, two, two members of your offense, besides yourself, All-American Heisman Trophy, but I think Matt Bellini became the all-time leading receiver in BYU history while you played with him. And then uh, your tight end, um, um, Chris Smith. Chris Smith. He yeah. set an NCAA record for total yards by a tight end, received All-America citations and that. So you had some guys there that you helped, they helped you yeah. do something pretty remarkable. They did. You know, we I was lucky to have, you know, guys that they were smart, but they were talented too, you know. They weren't the 4-4 NFL prototype guys, but Matt, he had bad knees, you know, I was teasing him about that golfing. Um, uh, but they, they were smart, and they understood the game, and they were in the right place all the time, and they could make adjustments. You could, you know, you could change things at the line, and they knew why you were doing it, and, and then you could talk on the sideline, and if they do this again, do this. You know, Andy Boyce would be like, hey, signal, signal the, the same thing, but I'm going to run a go this time instead of the slant, and it would work, you know. And and you could you could do some of that where you're you're almost you know making it up as you went along. Um, sometimes Norm Chow probably didn't like it that much, but <laughs> sometimes it worked. You kind you kind of made I love I love Norm. But you kind of made Norm Chow. I don't know. You it's, kind of uh, did your own audibles on that too. Most of the time, he, to his credit, he allowed us to. You know, he he I think knew that. He trusted us, you know, most of the time. There were probably times he's like, geez, these guys. Now being a coach, you're like, when it doesn't work, you want to strangle them, you know. Um, but we had a good group that, that really kind of understood it and, and uh, knew, knew the offense, you know, and, and could, could change it and tweak it as you needed. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for joining us here on this edition of the Cougar Insiders Podcast. Remember to subscribe to wherever you get podcasts, Cougar Insiders Podcast.